0: A lot of people don't respect this pump as much as they should respect this pump. And this is a very, very, very impressive pump from Bitcoin. Let me show you why it's such an impressive pump from Bitcoin. First of all, we are over the 200-week moving average. You can see that over here. I think we'll be over this 200-week moving average when we close the week on Sunday because right now we're very much over the 200-week moving average. Then we've broken this year-long downtrend for the first time on the weekly basis. We've broken this... um, this uh, year-long downtrend that you can see started around about the 8th of November and we've actually broken it for the first time and it's broken for great fundamental reasons. I'm going to show you the fundamental reasons why this pump must actually be respected because this is the pump that actually needs to be respected. Also if you look at this pump not all altcoins are pumping but a lot of the altcoins are pumping. So you've got Solana, pumping you've got xrp pumping of course xrp is going to be pumping after what happened yesterday because what that was was an annihilation basically the sec dropped the charges against against brad garlinghouse and chris Larson. but even though it's an amazing 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 thing that they did you have to be careful because there is a little prickly underneath and we're going to talk about the prickly in in what the sec have actually done and why they why they may have actually done it Then we'll talk about some more pumps. We'll talk about Solana because Solana breaking key levels. Specifically, when I look at the Sol ETH chart, if you look at the Sol ETH chart, it's broken some key levels, and I'm gonna show you why the Sol pump may also continue. But not everyone respects this pump, guys. Not everyone respects the pump. I know that you respect the pump. I know that I respect the pump, but not everyone respects the pump. You've got Gareth here, who's been saying gold hitting resistance at 1995, big level, stock market hanging by a thread. On the horizon he says uh uh with a with crisis on the horizon if yields continue higher uh jerome powell is willing to break something but history shows the fed won't be able to fix it until this crisis causes an epic meltdown stay safe friends so gareth doesn't respect the pump so we're going to get him on the show later and let, let's see what he says about this pump let's see what he thinks the key levels are in this pump my feeling is you need to respect the pump and i'm not the only one who says that you need to respect the pump Ivan also says it.
1: Always, guys, respect the pump. Uh, I respect the pump in all assets. Why? Because it's kind of like karma. You know, the power of the pump always comes back to you if you respect the pump of other people. It's, it's crazy, but I have this belief that whatever pumps, you have to pay respect. Because otherwise, if you're like, oh my God, this, this, this scam coin, this scam coin is pumping again. Actually, you are kind of rejecting. You're rejecting the pump from your life. Maybe it's a bit out there, you know, woo woo, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got to believe in something. And I do believe in the power of the pump. It's kind of like, you know, let the pump be with you. I went to bed yesterday. I told you guys on Twitter. I told you guys on Twitter. Uh, Good night and let the pump be with you. Okay, this is how I see. Uh, it's it's like this force. It's like this force that is all around us. And if you, are, if you are really inviting the pump into your life, it will come.
0: That's it. If you invite the pump and you come, if you respect the pump in your life, the pump will come. Let's do this, guys. We've got a big show today. We've got a massive, massive show today. So usually we have a Friday banter, and I was planning to have a Friday banter with Ben Khan. So that one I'll do over the weekend. But I thought today, because we're all here and because everything's pumping, because everything's green, because this is what the bubbles look like today, we should respect the pump and we should do a normal show. And then I'll do a Friday banter. It'll be a Saturday banter with Ben Khan tomorrow. So we'll have we'll have programming here. Today, and we'll have programming here tomorrow, all um, right here on Banter Plus. Now, listen, I know a lot of you have subscribed to Banter Plus. If you're not already a subscriber to Banter Plus, and I see a lot of you are still subscribing, subscribe to Banter Plus. Let's try and get Banter Plus to 100,000 subs by the end of the year. Next week, Sheldon's gonna be on Banter Plus, Miles is gonna be on Banter Plus, Annie's gonna be on Banter Plus. So let's try and get all our friends here to Banter Plus so we can build another station so that you guys can have much more. Uh, programming from Bantan, we can bring you a lot of uh, a, a lot of content you 'll know the other the other channel 's got six hosts in it we 're the only YouTube channel with six hosts and The problem is that the YouTube algorithm 's killing us so subscribe to this channel. Um, Yeah, subscribe to this channel, and and let's get 100,000 of us on this channel, and then we got ourselves another banter powerhouse, and we can bring you guys amazing, amazing, amazing content. Also, remember, at the end of the show, I'm going to give you guys the opportunity to win a full Bitcoin again. For those of you who who were here yesterday, you know how how to win it, Uh, but if you want that, we have to get to 1,500 likes. So today, we're aiming for 1,500 likes. Let's go. Let's go. We've got a lot to do today. We've got a lot to do today. Lots happening on the markets, because... I think the first thing we need to look at is we need to look at this pump. It's a very, 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 very impressive pump. Not everybody is giving the pump the respect that the pump needs because we have Bitcoin pumping, uh, but we have solana pumping we have hex pumping we have bsv pumping we have stacks pumping we have rune pumping uh we have we had xrp pumping i wonder why xrp is not on my list yet. oh here it is 7.21 percent. by the way if you are using banter bubbles and you can't find your favorite token all you do is you just do that and then you get that like flashing light <clears throat> and you get that flashing light um so I mean, I saw this, and this is what actually got me thinking This is a tweet from stock market lizards who i respect respect quite a bit they're saying turns out we weren't wrong here in other words, turns out they were right thirty one to thirty two breakout will come soon many of you uh, p s many of you will come will once more say but 2020 was a halving here uh, a year here we are a year before the answer doesn't matter because this time something is different this time we're getting the ETF pump that is actually happening so I know a lot of people aren't respecting this pump, but let's look at this pump. Let's just understand the charts behind this pump. First of all, you've got a year-long downtrend, which has now been broken. Second of all, this is on a a weekly time frame, so I always zoom out to get the weekly time frames, um, because the bigger the time frame, the more respectable, the more trustworthy the pump is. Now, this is, look at it however you want. This is a one-year-long downtrend, which has now been broken, and I want to say broken quite impressively, because... The the break level is twenty eight thousand five hundred. We're we're twenty nine thousand five hundred, and if you go into the shorter time frame, what you'll see is that at one point this morning we were over thirty thousand. Okay, we were at thirty thousand two hundred and thirty six. So I think you have to start respecting this pump. I know Gareth doesn't really respect the pump. I know that Algod Trading says, don't get overly bullish here. Broader macro picture still looks shit. More sideways chop to come unless traditional markets give us the green light. And I think that he's looking at the wrong markets. He says, more sideways chop unless traditional markets give us the green light. But he's looking in the wrong place. I'll show you in in one second um, uh, uh, why I think he is looking in the wrong place because he is looking in the wrong place. Um, as I say, you have to respect this pump and I'll show you why you have to respect this pump. One is we are now 10% up in October. You'll remember that I said, I think we're going to finish October. This was at the beginning of October. I came out and I said, everybody's saying October is going to be down. I'm saying October is going to be up. And I think we're going to end up about, I said 23% for, for October. So let's see, uh, time will tell if, 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 I'm, if I'm right about my, my prediction for October. The other thing which is impressive here is that this rally, the reason why you need to respect the pump is because it's an impressive pump. The reason why it's an impressive pump is because this rally is actually driven by spot buying. This is not a bunch of DJs gambling on the futures market about the pump. And traditionally, when we've had those pumps that have been driven by the leverage what we've had is we've had an increase in leverage and then a decrease in leverage which 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 flashes out the leverage this pump is different this pump is is driven primarily by spot and you can see it here if you look at the binance perpetuals chart and you look at the pump when the pump started over here and then you look at the open interest you can see that the open interest which is the amount of leverage in the market hasn't really increased Okay. It hasn't really increased. You can, you can see it over here, right? <clears throat> so it hasn't really increased, which means that this buying is actually spot related. Now, who would be the spot buyers and why are these spot buyers actually buying? Exactly. You've got it. You're a hundred percent right. The spot buyers are preparing for the imminent ETF launch and the imminent ETF launch is exactly that. It's not imminent and we can't actually deny it. This is a very different kind of pump. So we may not break 30,000 on the first time. We may not break it on the second time. But at some point, we're going to break it. And I think that that some point is actually coming now because I think that the fundamentals of this pump are very strong. I'll show you another reason why you have to respect this pump, why this, this pump is so impressive. I'll show you another reason. So look at the stock markets. Stock markets were down yesterday. Powell, I don't know if you guys saw Powell speaking yesterday, but he wasn't that bullish on, on, the, on, the, on the economy. He wasn't that bullish in the economy. And that's why I said to you that I think that God Trading is actually right. He says, don't get overly bullish. Here. Problem is, these guys are looking at the wrong market. If you look at what Powell, Powell spoke about yesterday, and by the way, when Powell went up yesterday, I don't know if you guys were watching the Powell talk, but so he was just about to get up. And then these legends over here went, I mean, these are climate, I think they're climate change protesters. They protested at the beginning of Powell's speech. Just watch this. Ah!
2: Our oh, fossil
0: finance, our oh, fossil finance trade. We are here today to ask Chair Powell, you begin doing your job and start ending fossil fuel finance. Get out of here.
1: Chair sure, Powell, why won't you say the words
0: climate change? Do you think you've been it? So, I mean, it was obviously these climate change people that went and protested. Anyway, uh, their fate, well, well, they got escorted out by security. I don't want to play this video because there's actually music in this video. And then Powell got back on the stage. And he wasn't very bullish in his messaging. I'll tell you, he wasn't very bullish in his messaging. He said, he said a couple of things yesterday, which we have to explore. He says, look, it is probably very hard for the economy can grow with higher rates. So he's expecting the economy to slow down. He's starting to talk about the economy slowing down. He says it is also possible we're going into an inflationary period, but it's hard to know. Okay, so he's, he's leaving the door open for inflation. He said as well that the current fiscal path in the United States is unsustainable. Okay. The current fiscal path is on, in, in the United States is unsustainable. And he's completely denying the fact that the banks are in trouble. He's saying, look, the banks are strong. They're well capitalized. Bank stress has really settled down. The Fed is still watching for trouble. I mean, that's obviously a sales pitch. The reason why bank stress has slowed down is because they have guaranteed all the depositors every time the other banks have collapsed. And so there's no, there's no need... For a bank run because depositors say, well why must I run on the bank if I know my deposits safe there's no there's no need for me to go to the bank and ask for my money back but in the real reason why they they the, the real reason is though or the real thing is that the banks are actually very stressed I mean Bank of America has one hundred and thirty one point six billion unrealized losses on on security I mean just think about that okay um you also see that bankruptcies are on the, on, the, on, on the increase. You see that it's harder to get credit in the United States. And actually after Powell spoke yesterday, this is, I haven't seen this for a long time, but they're starting to talk about a 1.5% chance of a rate dec- decrease next time the FOMC meets. So again, why do I say that this pump is impressive? Because this pump is happening on the back of what you could say is negative stock market information in, in the US and a declining stock market. And what's happening is we're seeing something that I warned you guys about. And I said, I thought it was going to happen. I just didn't think it was going to happen very quickly. But what I said was, I said that the market's reading this wrong and they priced Bitcoin. When this war started, this, this conflict in Israel started, gold started to go up and Bitcoin started to go down. And I said, the market is seeing this wrong. They're pricing Bitcoin as a risk asset. But at some point in time, what will happen is they'll realize that Bitcoin's actually not a risk asset. It needs to be treated as a store of value. Now, what you've had in the last couple of days is this. So you've got gold. Quickly go to the gold chart. And you've had gold, basically, this is the weekly. So let's go on the daily. So you can just see that the pump in gold. So that's the pump in gold. Let me just give you a better view. So that's the pump that we've had in gold. It's gone up uh, since October 7th, which is here when the war started. 10%. 10%. That's a huge number for gold. Just, that's, that's an increase of about $1 trillion to the gold market cap. So what you can say is that since the war started, gold has increased by double Bitcoin's market cap, almost triple Bitcoin's market cap. Just think about it like that. Just think about, think about what this actually means, okay? Then, now when you look at, when you look at gold, uh, the performance of, of gold, this is how we look at the weekly performance, Bitcoin performed very well. And then Bitcoin starting to perform like gold and other commodities while the rest of the markets actually starting to go down. So that's why I say this pump is impressive because you have fundamentals which are different. This time, Bitcoin is starting to be treated like gold in a time of war. And you can see when you look at the correlation of gold to Bitcoin, what you can see here is that this purple line, when this goes up here, it shows that gold is and Bitcoin are much more correlated, are much more correlated, okay? So that's another reason why this pump is impressive. Um, another reason why this pump is impressive is because a lot of the altcoins are pumping. We spoke about that. We're going to talk about altcoins towards the end before Gareth comes on. There's a lot of, a lot of the stuff to be, talk, to be speaking about, uh, a, a lot of the stuff to be speaking about on, 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 on altcoins. So, um, so that's why I said the pump is impressive. Also, we're getting a different tune there's been a narrative change in wall street i don't know if you've if you've paid attention i don't know if you've paid attention the reason why i don't know if you paid attention is because it felt like it was coming in drips and drabs and when you zoom out and you say okay look you know if someone hadn't looked at their phones and you say look what actually happened this week let's just talk about what actually happened this week so like if you go to a friend of yours who's not into bitcoin and they say see crypto steve oh he's right he says scarecrows you're not respecting the pump you need to respect the pump scarecrows you need to respect the pump uh, let's just quickly, while well, I'm just, I'm curious to see what's happening on the markets. 29,625. You need to respect the pump guys. Um, if we all respect the pump, then, then the pump will be with us. The pump will be with us. Anyway, so as I was saying, the problem is that when we, someone says I was hoping for Ben Khan. don't worry. Ben Khan will be here tomorrow. We'll just confirm a time. We'll get Ben Khan on tomorrow. So you're going to get extra programming, but only... Only what you need is you need to get, um, you need to subscribe to the channel. I see, there's 85,709 of us subscribed to the channel. Help us get to 100,000, guys. Come on, let's see if we can do this. If you're not already subscribed, smash the subscribe button. Also, keep smashing those likes so that we can get to the 1,500 likes so that we can do the Bitcoin giveaway at the end of the show today. Um, all right, so I said to you if you haven't, if you have spoken to someone who hasn't been watching the markets for a week, and you were to try and summarize for him how the narrative changed this week, what you would probably do is you would say, look, something is going on in the markets. There's been a a, a massive shift in the markets. And this is another reason why I think we need to respect this pump. Because just in this week, we have had the following things happen. So Mike Novogratz went on to CNBC and said here that, you know, he thinks that it's a matter of the Bitcoin ETF being approved this year. We had Larry Fink come on this week as well. Where is my Larry Fink slide? There we go. And he came on and remember, he said that crypto is actually a safe haven asset this week. We had Kathy Wood this week. We had Grayscale refile their application this week. We had, we had the Bitcoin, we had BlackRock update their Spot ETF application this week. There is a narrative change happening. These big institutions are now starting to market and believe all at once, that the spot etf is actually going to be approved and what we got yesterday or actually today depending on where in the world you are but we started to get jp morgan who's you know they obviously jamie diamond very 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 much against bitcoin but what they're saying is they're saying um they expect the spot etf to come within months so basically everybody's now jumped on the bandwagon you can see something's going on here you can see the narrative is changing you can see that everybody's starting to believe that it's a matter of when, not a matter of if. When Gary Gensler was interviewed this week, you'll remember that he looked like a sheep. I mean, this was an embarrassing, embarrassing interview, I think. Not one, but multiple. I think it's eight or ten filings that the staff and ultimately the commission is considering for what's called exchange-traded products for for. Bitcoin to be in a in a in a secure so again, I think he looks stupid this week, so that is it that 's why i 'm saying that I think the fundamentals of this pump are very 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 good. The technicals are unbelievable and I think gareth we 're going to challenge Gareth later on in the show about the technicals of 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 bitcoin because it 's going to be very hard for him to convince me today that uh, let 's just see where, where my chart is so it 's going to be very hard for Gareth to convince me today that even though on the weekly we 've broken this this 200 week moving average and we've broken this trend that potentially we're still down. I know he's probably going to say that we need to break the 31,000. So I'm going, give, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt there around the, the 31,000. Anyway, so that is why this Bitcoin pump is impressive. I think now we should maybe move our attention to, I mean, look, one other thing is that this Bitcoin pump may actually be coming out of China. So I know we've been looking at the at the the U.S. a lot, and we've been looking at the at a lot of people. A lot of the naysayers are very much positioned in in the West. But what you can see is that you know China has been doing a lot of a lot of stimulus. It's, so TED Talks Macro says it's no coincidence that Bitcoin and other risk assets are strongly correlated with fluctuations in central bank liquidity. Here's the People's Bank of China doing with short-term liquidity via injections, and you can see that they're pumping Bitcoin into the market to 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 stimulate to stimulate their market. So. Um, so that, that's the story. Um, let's move to altcoins. Let's, let's move to altcoins. Cause I think there's a lot to talk about when it comes to altcoins. And I think that's also why most of us are here. So I see we're doing very nicely on the likes. We're about halfway. So we, we're doing good. Um, I guess the biggest altcoin news today is we have to talk about the XRP rip, well, the ripple against the SEC case. So you'll remember that ripple won the first part of the case where the judge basically said, look, the selling of securities, the selling of tokens to non-institutional investors is not a security. You'll, You'll remember that. Then Ripple said, then the SEC did what they call an interlocutory appeal. An interlocutory appeal is where in the middle of a trial, you try and convince the judge that she's got to go back and change something that she said. And the judge said, look, there's no interlocutory appeal. And then... The last part was that there was supposed to be a case against Chris Larson, who was one of the founders of Ripple, and uh, Brad Garlinghouse by the SEC. And what happened was that now the SEC, the plaintiff securities exchange commissioners, respectfully notifies the court of the stipulated dismissal of the pending claims against defendants Christopher Larson, Christian Larson, and Bradley Garlinghouse, which basically means that this is not a settlement. This means that the SEC basically gave up and dropped this case and basically said, we surrender in this case. We're taking a loss. There, we probably don't have a case against you, and therefore we're not going to actually take this case to court. And um, you can see that Brad Garlinghouse came out and he said, um, he said, well, first Stewart, who's their lawyer, Stuart Alderotti said, he said, the SEC made a serious mistake going after Brad and Chris personally. And now they've capitulated, dismissing all charges against our executives. This is not a settlement. This is actually a surrender, which is big news. Brad Carlingar said today was an even better day. Ripple three, SEC zero. He says, in all seriousness, Chris and I, Chris and I, uh, in, case, in, the case involving, in a case involving no claims of fraud or misrepresentations, were targeted by the SEC in a ruthless attempt to personally ruin us. And the, com- and the company, so many have worked so hard to build over a decade. The SEC repeatedly kept its eye off the ball while secretly meeting with the likes of SBF, failing again and again to protect U.S. consumers and businesses. How many millions of taxpayers' dollars are wasted? It feels good to finally be vindicated. He's right. He's right. The SEC came after them with false, baseless accusations, and they were eventually. They took so many losses that they were expect that they were eventually forced to. To um, what's the story? To 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 surrender. That's exactly what they did. Now, this is a, a massive, massive, massive win. But 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 we have to pay attention to what the SEC's game of chess may be here. You'll remember that in the previous trial, or in the in the middle of in the previous ruling that came out on the thirteenth of July this year, which, which is when we had that big altcoin pump. The SEC, the the judge ruled that the sales of XRP weren't securities if they were just sold to people who weren't aware of the of the 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 Ripple company. Right now, you'll remember that there was an interlocutory appeal, and the judge said you can't do an interlocutory appeal. Which means that the next time that the SEC could appeal that ruling was at the very end of the case. Now, if they went for Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson, they would have to get through that whole case, wait for the judgment and then be able to appeal. Now though, because they're not suing Brad Garlinghouse and Chris Larson, it does mean that the SEC can sooner appeal the actual judgment of the trial, which is probably not going to come out way sooner. So be careful. Yes, we should celebrate this because the SEC, the SEC um, did capitulate, but I said, be careful. I said, why are, the, why are crypto celebrating the SEC backing out of the Ripple case? All it means is that now the SEC can appeal the case sooner. Previously, they had to wait until the end of the case, but now that they dropped the case, they can appeal immediately. Be smart. See this for what it is. Remember this. Gary Gensler knows that he may be out of a job if the Republicans win the elections. So the elections are in about 12 months. If the Republicans win the elections, Gary Gensler knows that he is out of a job. And so he may be thinking to himself, hold on a second. I've got some unfinished business here. I want to make sure that these tokens are actually securities because that's the, ma- the mandate that mommy Elizabeth gave me. M- you know, Elizabeth Warren said to me, you got to make sure that all these tokens are securities. And he could be playing a game of chess. He could, be saying, he could be saying, look, I'm not going to go after the executives. I'm going to get the ruling in this case pretty quickly before I lose my job in November when the Republicans actually get voted in, hopefully. Uh, and I'm not, not, that's not because I'm a, a Republican. It's just because um, I just don't like what the Democrats' stance on crypto is, and I don't like the fact that their their front person is actually Elizabeth Warren. So we've got to look. we got to look at that. Um, you know, uh, at that at that scenario. We have to look at that at, at that scenario. Um, I mean, you know, there's always that like one clown in the comments who. He says, do I be less or more smart than this? Asking for a friend. And he pulled out all my Luna tweets. Do you think that I didn't suffer enough pain in, in the losses that I made for Luna? And I mean, come on. I mean, let, let's, let's be fair here. Let's be fair here. Anyway, let's carry on. Let's talk about more alts. And remember that if you haven't already, smash the like button. I see there's 3,000 of you in the stream and only 786 likes. So let's go. Uh, and also if you haven't subscribed, I see the subscriber count has, what's the word? Slow down a bit. We, our subscriber count not looking so good. So we've got 85,740. Let's try and get that number up. Before we talk altcoins. Before we talk altcoins. Okay, let's talk about altcoins. Let's quickly look at, at the bubbles. What a, what a nice day to, to, to look at the bubbles. Let's just quickly, since we've been here, let's just have a look and see if any, anything has happened while we've been on. Kappa was right with the inverse chart. I love that. That's from Crypto McKenna. Kappa was right. Twelve grand, twelve k is inbound on the inverse chart. Largest dump we'll see all year. Yeah, I think that's exactly the way I see it. Poor guy. Um, <clears throat> I guess now the big, the big, like now that the Ripple case is fin- is finishing, I guess that um, uh, we have to we have to look at the next case, which is the Coinbase case. And if Coinbase win their case, then I think the SEC is really, really, really in, in history. Uh, PBOC boosts short term cash injections to a to a record. You can see that that's also coming out in the research from our researchers from Joe the Irishman. Um, what else is there? Who put a picture of Lark in our in our? Who's undercover crypto? We have to we have to find out who undercover crypto. We have to remove him immediately. Put a picture of Lark in our research group. That's crazy. Anyway, let's talk about serious things. Let's talk about altcoins. There's a lot of altcoins to talk about today. Generally, altcoins haven't actually had the best time. Uh, I see the Solana is up 11%. It's up at almost $27. It's breaking a lot of key levels, not only against US dollars, so not only against the USD chart, but actually if you look at the Sol ETH chart, that Sol ETH chart has broken a whole lot of resistances, which is, I mean, amazing. I'll show you why that's important in a a second. Um, Let's look at this. Um, This came from Invest Answers. In the last month, these are the top 50 performers. So... BSV performed better than Bitcoin. Sol performed better than Bitcoin. Render performed better than Bitcoin. Stacks. We'll talk about Stacks because Stacks is actually a proxy for Bitcoin. Injective up 15%. Tron up. uh, Okay, that's where Bitcoin is. And then the rest underperform Bitcoin and the rest, and these guys actually all performed negative in in the last month. Um, Let's talk about Solana because Solana, what you can see with Solana is if you look at the USD uh, chart of Sol, that's a very bad trend line. So if you look at the USD chart of Sol, first of all, it's broken some amazing levels over there. If you compare Sol to ETH, and the reason why I'm comparing Sol to ETH is because ETH is a proxy for the altcoins, and it feels like ETH is slightly out of favor with the institutional investors. Right now, you can see that Solana has broken key levels on the ETH Sol chart as well, which is, you know, I think this is, this is, this is a big thing. And specifically because we've got Solana Breakpoint coming up next weekend. So I'm going to be there next weekend. I'm going to bring you obviously live coverage. Very interesting for me to go back to Solana, to Breakpoint, because the last time I was at Breakpoint was last year when the FTX things happened. Now it's the first time we're actually going back to Breakpoint uh, since this happened. And what's interesting to note here is that if you look at when FTX went down, it was about here. So here's the pre-FTX levels. That's over there. 30 $37. So the interesting thing is where are we going to finish after this Solana breakpoint? This is this is something that I want to see. Where are we going to be after Solana breakpoint? What I hope doesn't happen is what happened last year, where you have you had um uh I don't know if I've got that chart here, but I mean I must have I must have somewhere kept that chart. So I had a chart that showed after Solana breakpoint, the Solana price actually crashed. But let's hope it doesn't happen this time. I like this take from Chris Berniski. He says, ETH was was the non-consensus in 1819, but is now consensus. And anyone worth their salt as a crypto investor is their quality asset. But SOL is the strongest non-consensus asset of this bear market. Watch out when it does become the consensus. Lots more uh, MOMO coming. I think it means FOMO. Does it mean FOMO or does it mean MOMO? What's MOMO? Must be FOMO. Must be FOMO. It's FOMO. It's just yeah so so let's see what happens let's see what actually happens to to Solana okay there, there, there's the chart of last year at breakpoint. so that's the breakpoint chart. that's where FTX went down and I remember we were dancing to Ben Boma, one of my favorite DJs while this market was just collapsing, pretty much just collapsed while we were watching it. So yeah, I mean let' let's watch Solana I'm going to be there live I'm going to bring, be bringing you live coverage every day, every day from the Solana conference. I may even do my shows at the conference so yeah uh next one that's pumping is stacks so stacks always pumps when bitcoin pumps that's just the way it is so you've got stacks pumping uh because bitcoin is pumping stacks is very much a proxy for bitcoin when bitcoin pumps stacks will pump they are they are doing a lot of very interesting things at um at stacks um you can see today they're actually speaking at a conference i think the conference is in london yeah so they're speaking actually at at a conference in london um it's possibilities
1: just with like like stacks was the first time where I <coughs> I saw like okay uh Bitcoin actually has possibilities with like layer two solutions or side chains um so it was interesting to build on and then um I guess Bitcoin is always like what it comes back to as I said this is how I got adopted to crypto and then also I think we are the, the like fundamental. So yeah, if you're, if
0: you're a Bitcoin maxi and you want to be looking at layer two on stats, uh, Stacks, he says, me, me like Stacks, has so much going for it. There's a Bitcoin ETF, there's the Bitcoin halving, there's the Nakamoto release, uh, release which is five second transactions. There's the SBTC launch, which is their DeFi wrapped Bitcoin. So again, I don't know if I'd be p- buying Stacks after such a pump on Bitcoin, but I would definitely keep it on my watch list when there's a dip and say, if you are bullish on Bitcoin and you're bullish on layer two on Bitcoin, then uh, probably a nice one to, to look at. So probably a nice one to look at. The other one which is probably cool to look at is rect So remember rect launched yesterday? Was it yesterday? During the show, we gave away $50 per person of Rect for some of our winners. Um, that, that's trading at 14.2 times the money. So you, you got 50, you got 14 times 50. Um, again, I'm not going to tell you to buy this because it's too soon after launch. I'm going to tell you though, that it is very, very, very interesting. It is a, a suite of, it's a game on Telegram, which is like a, like a gaming game. It's a gam- gambling game, not gambling exactly, it's gaming game. Um, and definitely one to watch. The fully diluted valuation has 14 million because all the tokens are out in circulation, uh, 14 million. Okay. There's another couple of altcoins that I want to look at. Um, I don't know. We haven't heard much from Cardeno. We haven't heard much from Charles. Charles has been pretty quiet. I don't know. I mean, where is Charles? Where is, where is, I don't know. Th- does Cardeno have smart contracts yet? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, look, I gave, I gave up on Cardeno. I've got to be honest. I've, I've I gave up on it. Um, I gave up a long time ago. Um, look, if you're really, 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 really fucking DJing. There's a little play for you here. It is one of our sponsors, but I'm not saying this because they're one of our sponsors. I'm also an investor in it. Um, so the token is, is is OX, which is the open exchange token. Now, the reason why I say you've got to be really fucking degen to play this is because one of their founders is actually in jail now. That's Sue. And the reason why he's in jail is because he wasn't cooperating with a liquidator. Now, the price has gone up 50% in the last 25 hours, but it's down like 60% since he actually went to jail. The most amount of time that he can be in jail is Four months, okay, after which they have to release him because they 've only got a four month sentence um, and he 's not in jail for fraud He's just in jail for not com- not not um, not cooperating with the liquidators, and the exchange is still working they're still building you know Mark Lamb and Kyle are still building so look i 'm not telling you to buy the token i 'm saying it's a real fucking dj player you got you've got you to have balls of steel to get into it, but the returns can be amazing the returns can be amazing someone says my fifty uh, my fifty Dollars in rent became seven hundred. Of course, so that, that's 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 what we gave away. We want to try, want to try and give the the thing, uh, give the community life changing money. The other one, which I am I am watching, not buying, watching, not buying, will buy if it gets to twelve cents again, is Rollbit. So no matter no matter how you look at Rollbit, their metrics are so good in terms of like the actual pump, the actual the actual fundamentals are so good here that. I mean, this token, this token probably will just keep going up for a while with, these fun, with those fundamentals. But again, I'm not buying it now, and I don't recommend that anyone else buys it now because I think, again, try not to buy on days where, where the bubbles look like this. Try and buy on days where the bubbles are opposite of this. That's when you want to try and buy these things. Um, all right, listen, we are waiting for Gareth. While we're waiting for Gareth, let's, let's maybe take a bet together. Uh, this is our, our sponsor, BetSwap. So is Gareth here? Awesome. So let me just quickly take this bet. And then if we get to 1,500 likes, we'll do the Bitcoin bet as well. So we've got 1,023 likes. I think we should be able to get it. Uh, all right. Some bets for tomorrow. Chelsea versus Arsenal. Whew. Whew. Who do you bet? i take Chelsea. I'll take Chelsea. I'll put 50 bucks on Chelsea. I mean, you're going to go Arsenal. So you, you go to go to your own bet swap account. Um, Sheffield against Manchester United. United's going to win that one. Uh, Liverpool versus Everton. I take, I'm going to take Liverpool. Liverpool, for sure. 100 on Liverpool. All right, I think that's my football bets done for today. That's my football If you do want to do it, betswap.gg. Uh, you can do esports, and you can do uh, sports. You can do rugby. You can do soccer. You can do all of that kind of stuff. All right, listen, let's get Gareth on because I want to see if he respects the pump or doesn't respect the pump. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. My man, I heard you had a big night last night. I heard you had a big, big, big night. I saw some photos on Twitter about uh, about last night. It looked, it looked like a lot of fun. I don't hear Gareth, guys. Hold on. Let's try. We're going to mean- try and get you on, We're going to try and get, uh, get Gareth sound coming on. Um, Gareth, just refresh your link. He says that apparently there's no audio coming on. If you can just refresh, what does he mean by refresh the link? I don't know. Just refresh that. Okay. Yeah, no, he's muted uh, he says they said that he's muted on his side. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to show you some pictures of the night that they had last night while we were waiting for him. um, so that is the night that they had last night. That's uh, Gareth, Gareth's wife. Uh, that's Emmy, who's, who's Scott's wife. And Scott, looks like they went to a party last night. I wasn't invited. Uh, and that's Gary Cardone. They were obviously at Gary Cardone's house. Wow, look at that. Scott and, and Emmy. It looks like a lot of fun. Looks like, a, like amazing fun. Anyway, let's see if Gareth's back. Is Gareth back, guys? I see, I see Gareth, but I don't hear Gareth. That's a problem. Once they go, we're trying to fix the audio problems. We've got to fire the sound people here. The the audio gremlins are back. Is Bitcoin going up or down? Right on the envelope. Right on the envelope. What your target is? Thirty-one k, and then. What happens after 31K? Are we, are we managing to fix the sound here? Okay, wait, they, they're trying, they're messing, here, they're messing around here, they're messing around here, they're messing around here, trying to fix the sound. Okay, one thing, they're doing one more thing. Someone said, sing something in the meanwhile. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play Gareth the song. I'm not gonna sing, I'm gonna play Gareth the song. Always
1: guys, respect the pump. Uh, I respect the pump in all assets. Why? Because it's kind of like karma. You know, the power of the pump always comes back to you if you respect the pump of other people. It's it's crazy, but I have this belief that whatever pumps you have to pay respect. Because otherwise, if you're like, oh my God, this, this, this scam coin, this scam coin is pumping again. Actually, you are kind of rejecting. You're rejecting the pump from your life. Maybe it's a bit out there, you know, woo woo, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we, we all got to believe in something. And I do believe in the power of the pump. you got to respect it's kind of the like, pump. You know, let the pump be with you. I went to bed. Yes. Can we
0: get Gareth on? Are we going to get sound here? Anything we can do, guys? They're going to send you another link, Gareth. Apparently, they're sending you another link because apparently the, the mistake is on, on Gareth's side. While we're waiting, let's do some q and I've got a little bit of time to do some Q&A while we're waiting for Gareth. I will fire the sound people after the show. Don't worry. We have to. We can You can't be at a station and not have and not have sound. Mm. All right, let, guys. Q until Gareth. Um. Until let's quickly look at the, the chart. Someone's saying, look at the Bitcoin chart. Okay, it's just guys, calm, calm down. It's just gone up slightly. Twenty nine thousand seven hundred five. That's it. It's not. It's stuck fifty dollars. Let's look at the Dixie quickly. Solana's is now over over twenty seven again. Um. I do think that at some point the ETH coins are going to run. So I think the Aptos, is not the Aptos, the um, Arbitrums are going to run and the Optimisms are going to run and stuff like that. Um, Let's have a look here. Let's have a look at the Dixie. Let's just see what's happening with the Dixie. We'll do all of this with Gareth in a second as soon as we get this right. Mm, 106.16. So no, no real action there. The normal markets are pretty flat. I mean, it's crypto's day today. It really is crypto's day today. Do we have Gareth back, guys? Okay, let's say five seconds. Five, four, three, two. Will we print two green months to end the calendar year? Yes, we will. Uh, we will print a green October, that's for sure. All right, let's see if Gareth's back. I can't hear him, guys. I can only see him one got oh uh, we got it 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 We got it! We got it. We got got it. Right. Gareth how was last night tell me what 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 was this thing actually about what was this this party that I that I wasn't invited to what was it actually about
2: well you were definitely invited but um but <laughs> but it was basically a charity event so um Gary Cardone uh, threw a big charity event at his his place on the water last night it was wonderful it was like a casino night um it was it was awesome to see Scott and Emmy and uh, and and just hang out with lots of other people there. So yeah, it was it was a nice event. I mean, I stayed a little later than I I, I wanted to. I drank a little bit more than I should have, uh, but I'm here today, just crushing it. We just you got to get back to work, right?
0: Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me, uh, what time did you get home last night?
2: <laughs> like ten thirty.
0: Ten thirty this morning.
2: No, 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 no. Like ten thirty last night.
0: And that was later than you wanted to.
2: I was planning on, I was, my goal was to leave at eight o'clock. It was for, it started at six. I was like, all right, I got to do my game plan tomorrow morning. I got to prep. The markets are going nuts. I got to, I got to be on point. Right. And then fun just happens and, and you drink a little bit and, and before you know it. So I got home, I got to, I probably was asleep by 1130 at night. And then I was up at four in the morning, checking the futures and the bond market and all, I mean, this is, this is my life now. It's like with the bond market doing what it's doing and the stocks doing what it's doing. It's, it's nuts, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like sleeping two hours, waking up, checking things and stuff like that.
0: That's why we love you, bro. Because you're one of us. Cause that's, <laughs> that, that is, that is how we operate. Uh, guys, I just want to say, you, you know, that like Gareth is one of my favorite people in the industry. Like the, the, you, you know why he's one of my favorite people in the, in the industry? Because I don't know many people that work as hard as like we do. Gareth does. I don't know that. I don't know that there's many businesses in the world that have the same culture. Um, and yeah, that's why we've always, always, always been huge supporters of what Gareth's doing. Gareth, yeah, you, you said the markets are going crazy. Maybe just like take us into your world and show me. Say so again.
2: Is there a, is there a way for me to show charts? I'm not seeing. Yeah, on just the just he away. says
0: there's no way for him to share the charts.
2: It's not. There's no button.
0: Hold on a second. Let's try and get the charts here. All right.
2: But I, I hey I liked our little uh code code writing on that. Yeah, that was amazing. That.
0: that was, that was cool. amazing. Just walk me through the, I mean we'll look at the charts in a second but walk me through how you see the Bitcoin pump? Like walk me through
2: Yeah. So so what's basically going on right now is that you know we had the Ripple Ripple won another lawsuit against the SEC. It's very clear at this point that the SEC has no legs to stand on. So Bitcoin is now starting to move up in anticipation like finally it's starting to be built into price that that the that the the Bitcoin spot ETF will be approved. And so that's where it's headed. And if you go to basically there's the upsloping trend line, I can't show it here, but that's okay. Um, And then there's the previous high, which is around 31,800. So I expect us to head up to that area and then that'll be the big test. And you were asking me if I thought it was going to go higher or not. And I kind of was like, well, you know, it's resistance and I'm a technician. So, So my job isn't to guess, it's to say, okay, well, that's resistance. Let's see if it breaks through. If it does and confirms, then it's got another leg up. But um, but again, anytime I jump the gun, I usually lose on a trade. So I'm like, I'm very much regimented to just saying, let's see what happens at that level. It should hit that now. So, Probabilities heavily favor it.
0: So what mm-hmm. you're saying is you're skeptical between anything under 31.8, you're skeptical. If we break 31.8, so this is what I want to try and understand. Say we get okay. to 31.8, we break 31.8, and we close above 31.8. What happens then? Is that a buy signal for you? Is that a sell signal for you? Because I'm, I'm struggling to understand how to trade this.
2: Yeah, so so if we get above, so basically the way I, I have a, I have a position with my members in, in Bitcoin right now, uh, once we broke out above 27, that was the buy signal for me. So I'm still long Bitcoin. My target right now is between 31 and 32,000. Um, at that point, I'll probably take half off the table just as a is a kind of a logical move to just in case it doesn't break out. And then I'll probably hold the remainder in case it does break out this mm. way. If it pulls back, I can rebuy it a technical support, add that back and just overall just inch in, inch out kind of policy.
0: All right. Tell me what you see. seeing. I, I a pretty, we can't get the, can we get the charts up or we can't get the chart? Uh, you're on a different version of a software, which is great. Let's just quickly, just quick summary, uh, stock market. You said you were a bit like things were, were happening like crazy. Bond rates have gone absolutely fucking through the roof. Like, which bond it's rates nuts. are you looking at?
2: So I look at the 10-year. Now, what's interesting about the 10-year is it finally – yesterday we were up big on, on the 10-year and it didn't break uh, 5%. This morning it did and now it's starting to reverse. And so the question now is does the market catch a little bit on that? But but I'm a, I'm a firm believer that the Fed – I don't know if they're trying to break something on purpose but to have yields up at this level there are breakages that will be occurring in the system so it's one of those I, things where you I don't hear know-
0: you but Paul was out yesterday and he said the banking system is nowhere near collapse and the banking system is resilient and they've managed to fend off a, 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 an attack i mean yeah like like what's going what am i I missing? he's
2: talking he's talking his his line right i mean he can't come out and say anything like that if he says anything too dovish the markets rip up and inflation i mean it's one of those tricky things because he has to toe the line he has to continue to be firm otherwise markets will rip and inflation will come back but at the same time he's walking this tightrope of if he pushes rates too far there's breakages i mean look at what japan's going through now with the dollar yen and and things like that um so there's we're kind of in this period where there's a possibility for a major collapse, but we could pull back off the line. And I'm looking at five percent on the 10 year as that point. So now we're
0: at four we're at 4.944. I mean, we awfully close to that five percent, right? Um, but
2: if you go to go to your 10 minute, go to your 10 minute or three minute or whatever you want on that chart, you'll see that actually we pulled back. Look at that sure. drop. So yeah. now we're starting to bounce. So. So that's that's right at five percent. So it's pulling back. Now, the question is, do we go back up and blow through five, which would be really bad? Or do we continue to come back in?
0: All right. Let's talk about um, oil. Are you worried about oil at all? Like you've got oil, you got you've got a war in the Middle East. You've got a war in the Middle East. It looks like there could be some kind of escalation. Um, what's your feeling about oil and, and how serious is it?
2: Yeah, so I do think, and by the way, I'm just entering, doing a trade over here, so just bear with me. What are you
0: yeah. trading? What are you trading? I mean, tell us, tell us, Gareth. All
2: right, so SEDG, it's a, a stock, um, it's a it's a stock that's got crushed this morning, and I was long, so I'm just slowly laddering out of my long position. I was down on pretty big, but but uh, luckily luckily it's come back and it's had a big bounce. But man, it's it's, actually- it's busy, it's busy. And by the way, it's earnings season too. I know you guys are in crypto, which you know crypto where's those earnings like man it just creates volatility
0: (laughs) yeah tell me what about oil are you worried about oil 92 dollars a barrel like what's where do you see is it a is, is oil a problem is oil a problem for inflation what are you seeing
2: so, so oil is moving up. There's no doubt that there's worries, right? I mean, that's what's keeping oil afloat here. I'm actually bearish on oil. I think if it gets north of 90-91, I'll probably short a little bit. Um, many people would say that's nuts. But if you look at what the U.S. is now producing, we almost don't have to rely on the Middle East anymore. Um, I know there's a lot of issues where they're trying to refill the the, the strategic reserve. That will keep prices elevated. But I still think that you will see at some point I don't know it doesn't seem like it's ever happening but at some point when the jobs start to be lost when you see non-farm payrolls starting to drop and go negative oil will have a huge drop probably back into the seven
0: <clears throat> let's talk about gold one thousand nine hundred and ninety one dollars wow I mean Man.
2: yeah that's it's it's like you know this is this is the case in point of of what you know I've been saying on gold is that number one it should have it should be down so much if you look at where rates have gone where the dollar's gone gold should be trading at like 1700 1600 and it isn't and what that tells us and what we know is the the central banks around the globe have been just buying gold hand over fist and what's so ridiculous about that is that they're the ones that have the printing presses so if they're buying gold it's like duh like you know gold is going higher there's no they know they have to print again at some point and they know what the ultimate outcome of fiat currencies are which by the way is a huge bullish signal longer term for crypto and specifically bitcoin this is um, the chart
0: this is the chart that makes me bullish i must be honest this is the chart that actually makes me bullish about bitcoin because I think the market's starting yep. to realize that Bitcoin is actually the store of value and they're treating it like the store of value. And, and that's, that's, I mean, that, that's it. Um, this is a chart that actually makes me bullish. Last one, Gary, because we can't really get your screen, but uh, S&P 500, stock markets. Concerned, not Concerned.
2: Uh, mid short term, I think we're due for a bounce. I think yields probably start to pull back a little bit. But midterm, which is one to three months out, very concerned. I think this is the next big, the beginning of, we'll look back on this and say this is the next big start to the downside. Um, I think by 2024, we're re- revisiting October 2022 lows. And that's really the only threat I see for Bitcoin at this point is, is, is markets and assets freaking out. Um, other mm. than that, Bitcoin looks like like an amazing asset longer term. So so again, that's my only bear case for Bitcoin is if we see panic in assets and people just freak out. Um, but overall long-term, Bitcoin's awesome.
0: Listen guys, uh, before we let Gareth go, just remember that if you wanna sign up for Verified Investing, which is Gareth's services, there's, there is a link below. And then if you want to, so Gareth's also got an offering if you're into stocks. If you're trading things like stocks and stuff like that, he's got a thing called In The Money Stocks. We'll put a link down below. You guys can, can go and subscribe to that. Uh, yeah, I think it is one of the safest places to be with your money is to be in, in, in one of Gareth's groups. That's why we, always, we, don't usually sh- we don't usually shill other people's groups. But this is, this is something that you should be doing. Gareth, sorry about the chart issues. Sending you much love, my friend. All right.
2: I can draw the charts right here. We got this.
0: <laughs> cool, my friend. Have All a good right, weekend. Have a good go weekend, brother. Feel better. Me too. Take care. All righty. All right, so that's Gareth, guys. Um, i got to get to a Twitter spaces. I will see you guys again tomorrow. We'll do the the Saturday banter with Ben Kahn. We'll do that tomorrow. Uh, again, if you haven't subscribed... Last chance to subscribe. I see we didn't get to the 1,500 likes today, so we're not going to do a give a Bitcoin away, but we'll do that again on Monday or whatever. Uh, I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.